0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January tenth, two thousand twenty. So here we are in a brand new new year, twenty twenty. This is the first week of teaching, and I'm closing out the first week of teaching for the the brand new year. Actually, the the first week of teaching in this decade, right? So I'm excited about it. I told you that I will be teaching all year under the theme Great Freedom. And, uh, and also I'm doing a little mini series under the theme of great freedom that I started yesterday called A New Dimension of God's Glory. So I'm talking about the glory of God and how the glory of God should be displayed in us and with us and through us. The title of today's message is God's glory in you. You are on this planet to bring glory to the Father. And I don't know if you know this, but you will know it at the end of this message. You are walking around with the glory of God on the inside of you, and it's time for us to let him out, right? So 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 through 18 is a passage that I introduced you to yesterday. Let's go back to that passage again today. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 through 18, from the easy to read version. This is a long passage, but listen to it. This is what the Bible says. Beginning at verse 7. The old agreement that brought death was written with words on stone, and that agreement came with God's glory. In fact, the face of Moses was so bright with the glory, a glory that was actually fading away, that the people of Israel could not continue to look at his face. So surely this new agreement that comes with a life-giving spirit brings with it even more glory. This is what I mean, Paul says, that old agreement judged people guilty of sin, but it had a level of glory. So surely the new agreement that makes people right with God has a much greater glory. The old agreement had glory, but it really loses its glory when compared to a much greater glory of the new agreement. If the agreement that was brought to an end, talking about the old covenant, came with glory, then the new agreement, this agreement that never ends, has a much greater glory. So we are sure of this hope that we can speak of very openly. We are not like Moses who put a covering over his face At first he covered his face so that the people of Israel could not see the glory because this glory was disappearing and he didn't want them to see that it was ending. Uh, But their minds were closed. And even to this day, when people read the writings of the old covenant, that same covering hides the meaning. And that covering has not been removed for them, the people that are not born again that don't know about Jesus. But Paul says it was taken away though through Christ. So yes, even today, When those people that don't know Jesus read the law of Moses, there's a covering over their minds. But when someone changes and follows the Lord through Jesus, that covering is taken away. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And where the Holy Spirit is, (laughs) there is freedom. I'm definitely going to get to that. And our faces now, with the Holy Spirit, our faces are not covered. And we all show the Lord's glory and... (laughs) watch this and we are being changed to be like him we are being changed we be we behold God and we're becoming what we behold and this change is in us and it brings even more and more glory which comes from the Lord which is or who is the holy spirit so there's a lot in that passage um today i'm just going to i'm still kind of like introducing it to you and so as we close out the week strong head into the weekend strong, I'm going to talk about the glory of God. I have three things to share with you on this Friday morning. As I do, as I share these three things, I want you to rid yourself of all distractions and tune in. Three things. Number one, here we go. When uh, when I think of the glory of God, I think of the manifested presence of God. So let me explain what I mean. I already covered the fact that God is not limited by time or space. Remember that? I dealt with that earlier this week. God is everywhere at the same time. This is his universal presence. But while God is eternally present everywhere at the same time, that doesn't mean that he manifests his presence everywhere. He just, he doesn't, right? So there are moments in time where God reveals himself in a spot or like you know in a in a place i don't know if you've ever been like in worship or maybe you created an environment in your own home where the glory of god was manifested but but if you've ever been in a place this often happens in worship in church uh where people are glorifying or magnifying the lord if you've ever been in a place where the lord's the lord just kind of reveals his glory for a moment I mean, at that point, nobody needs to lay hands on anyone. Uh, nobody needs to go. Matter of fact, when, when, when the anointing is present and I'm preaching, I preach better. But when the, when the glory of the Lord is present, I can't preach, <laughs> right? So if, if the praise and worship team is singing and the anointing is present, they sing better but when the glory shows up, they can't sing, right? So that's that's God's time to shine. It's not your time to shine. So there are times when God manifests or reveals himself in a spot, in a place, And when he does, everyone there is able to experience the glory of God. Why? Because God is full of glory. You cannot separate God from his glory. Wherever he is, his glory is on display, right? But for the New Testament believer, you're like, okay, well, Rick, what does this mean to me? Okay, it's very important because God is living on the inside of us. We are actually walking around with God on the inside and God is capable of putting his glory on display in us, with us, through us at any time. And so the best way to facilitate that is to be led of the Holy Spirit. As we are led of the Holy Spirit, then the glory of God can be manifested in us. And that's very important. Number two, when you spend time or quality time with God, then people should notice his glory on you and in you. See, let me go back to the Old Testament where Moses spent 40 days on top of the mountain with the father, right? On Mount Sinai, it's obvious that God manifested himself to Moses. It was obvious in two ways. Number one, when Moses came down, he had the tablets of stone, right? So that was obvious. God gave him the tablets. God wrote on the tablets. And then the other thing that was obvious was that the glory of God was emanating from Moses's face. So it was like, whoa, that dude has been with God, right? So there should be some evidence when you spend time with God. Now, now Paul says, listen, that was amazing, but that glory fades away. We have a glory that does not fade away. So today in Ephesians 1 and 13, the Bible says that when we're born again, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. So today you have the Holy Spirit. You're sealed with the Holy Spirit. He's not going nowhere. So as you spend time with him and you're taking him everywhere you go, you should learn to to cultivate this intimacy and the relationship. Because if you do, then like Moses, people will be able to notice it. Let me ask it to you this way. Have you ever met someone and as you're talking to them, you're like, wow, this person, this dude, this this man or this woman has been with God right? I mean, like, you know, you just like, whoa, I'm talking to them, but I can feel the presence of God. I mean, they're speaking to me, but I know this is God speaking to me. Have you ever experienced that? Well, honestly, that's the way it's supposed to be with all of us. When people come in contact with us, they're supposed to come in contact with God. This, uh, We are human conduits of the divine in this world. This happens to me all the time, even at work, where I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm there, I'm, I'm working, I'm dealing with somebody, you know, in a corporate setting, and let's say that they say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And now I have a one-on-one, you know, interaction with somebody that we're supposed to be talking business. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it shifts, the conversation shifts. And, and and they because they know like, wow, you're a man of God. You know, like can you can you pray for me? Or can you can you speak to me about this or that? And then like, why? Because we are carriers of God. Like the glory of God is supposed to be on display in us and with us and through us. Number three, as I close, Jesus prayed for us to receive the same glory that he had and for us to be one with the Father, just like he was one with the Father. I don't want you to see any separation between you and Jesus. We're supposed to live like Jesus in this world. So in John 17, which is really the Lord's Prayer, um, so because it was the prayer that the Lord Jesus prayed for us, so in John 17, the Lord's Prayer Jesus said this, he's praying and he looks up to the father and says, I have given them the glory you gave me. I gave them this glory so that they could be one, just as you and I are one. I will be in them and you will be in me so that we can all be completely one. See, Jesus was a human, but he was a human that was walking around with the glory of the Lord on the inside of him. He was a human that was walking around, putting the glory of God on display through miracles, signs, and wonders. And while that's powerful and you go, wow, that was Jesus. That's amazing. Guess what? There's no difference between Jesus and us from the aspect of his humanity. Jesus was a human walking around with God on the inside. We are humans. And if you're born again, You're walking around with God on the inside. Jesus put the glory of the Lord on display as he was led by the Holy Spirit. Guess what? If we're led of the Holy Spirit, we will put the glory of God on display as well. Jesus saw himself as one with the Father. We're supposed to see ourselves as one with the Father. Jesus was a human conduit of the divine, and we are human conduits of the divine, right? So from that perspective, we are just like Jesus. When people come in contact with you, they should come in contact with God. The glory of God can be on display in, in as people hear us or uh, interact with us, uh, have engagements w- with us, but this will never happen if you're focused on religion or religious activity. This has nothing to do with religion or rites or routines or repetition or, or rituals, none of that. This has everything to do with your relationship with the father. You have a relationship with the father through the Holy Spirit in the name of the son. So you are called by his name. You are filled with his spirit. You are covered with his blood. I mean, so have a relationship. And if you have a relationship with the father and you know that you're on this planet to glorify him and you submit to him in in everything that you do, his glory will be put on display in your life. In closing, let me tell you this. You have the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had. I don't know if you know that, but you do. You have the same glory, we just saw it, John 17, that Jesus had. And 1 John 4 and 17 says, as Jesus is, so are you in this world. So you are just like Jesus. Here's the true freedom that I'm talking about in this series. When you, you are free to live like Jesus in this world. You are free to to just do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Be led of the Holy Spirit in all things. And as you do, the glory of God will be put on display for all the world to see. When people will see Jesus in you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I declare that as I draw close to you, (laughs) you draw close to me. I make time, to spend time with you, as my quality time with you increases, the more your glory will be seen and heard and felt in me. I am walking around with you on the inside of me. In 2020, I will let you out (laughs) more than I ever have before. The world will come in contact with you when they come in contact with me, because I am a carrier and a conduit of your glory on this planet. I live my life to bring glory to your name. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button, red one. Click on it, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Listen, head into this day, head into this weekend, realizing that you're carrying God around, that you are a carrier of God's glory, and the goal is for you to be a conduit of God's glory. You are on this planet to bring glory to his name. It's time for us to do it. Listen, I love you. God loves you. Have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. And then do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Go be a carrier and a conduit of God's glory. God bless you.